What's up, everyone from all around the world, including Canada, USA, Long Island, plus the five boroughs of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Queens. I'm here to guide and help you about Anchor. Anchor is a free hosting site and phone app, which is owned by Spotify. It's the easiest, awesome way to make a podcast. Why are you wasting your money paying for a hosting site to promote your podcast with limited storages? Forget about it. Let me break it down to you. There's creation tools that allow you to record, edit, monetize, add music, intros, music outros, especially distribute your podcast to streaming platforms, uploading episodes with limited storages of your podcast right from your phones, computers, laptops, and tablets. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Plus, you get paid some money in your pocket from sponsorships. Excellent. These are the keys you need to make a podcast, including the listeners supporting your show. That way, you can listen to the episodes of my show, Off the Meat Rack Chain's New York podcast, the unfiltered comedy entertainment show about the stories mixed with entertainment news, music, real life segments, and much more. Now. Where can you find, follow, and listen to the show, you ask? You can follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram, all in one word, off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast. Alongside with my other show, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, and my primary handle, G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York. Now, the streaming platforms goes like this. We are on Anchor. Audio Burst, Breaker, Podorama, Listen Notes, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, Podchaser, Pocket Cast, Podcast Addict, Player FM, TuneIn, Reason FM. We are on Podfriend, Podorama, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. If you have a dream of creating and becoming a podcaster like myself and individual friends that is co-hosting with me, go download the free Anchor app or you can check out anchor.fm to get started. Take advantage of the opportunity that's thrown in your face. If I could do it and reach success, so can you. I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you for listening. Let's go.
Good evening, USA. Happy 4th of July weekend to USA, Canada, worldwide, all over the world. Long Island, a.k.a. Strong Island, plus the Fox Boss of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Queens. I'm your man, G Money Stacks, a.k.a. The Gregonator, the misunderstood lonely nomad, YouTuber, creator, host with the most, unstoppable independent podcaster and rookie podcaster of Queens, New York. And you are now rocking with the 162nd episode of Off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast. Live and direct from StreamYard, YouTube, and alongside of myself is the Instagram live feed of the show's page. And as you can see, you can hear the fireworks coming from outside my crib because tomorrow is actually the 4th of July. So that's the reason why I'm recording this today, because yesterday I was a little tired. So, you know what I mean? So I just wanted to actually, you know, not forget to record this episode right here. So I need something to post for Monday. So, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm doing this now. So. Anyway, man, you're new to the channel and you miss any previous episodes, any new episodes that just came out that's been uploaded to the YouTube channel page, G Money Stacks 555. Don't worry. Everything is going to be there. And while you're at it, tap that subscribe button and click the no need, no need, no need bell so you can be reminded when the show goes in the air via live stream. And of course, um, Leave a like and a comment, and of course, um, and of course, tell a friend to another friend. Um, more video content, upcoming episodes, and I will handle the rest at the end of the end of the show. So there you go, right there. Um, I'm not gonna. Well, I'm not gonna do mental health check-in today. I'm just going to cut to the chase with um, a little thing that I like to call um, um, the New York Mass Transit Files right here, man. Let's let's do this. All right. Um, anyway, I got some bad news for everybody that's living in Queens. In certain parts of Brooklyn and, of course, certain parts of Manhattan. Unfortunately, you're not going to see the J train for a while until September. And you're probably wondering why. And I am going to get into it. And I'm going to get into it. And, you know, some people are wondering why it's happening, though, man. So let's let me just play this. I got an article right here, according to QNS.com, that will explain the whole story with the whole J-Train debacle, train track bullshit that's going on as of now till September. And I know a lot of people had plans to go to events in Brooklyn and certain parts of um, any areas whatsoever. So, you know, let me just fill you in on this, folks. Okay, hold on. Let me just give a shout out to um Yoshi the artist. What's up? How you feeling? I hope you're enjoying your Fourth of July weekend as I am right now. And speaking of Fourth of July, this is gonna be crazy, Will. But anyway, man, Southeast Queens, 
subway riders will have to contend with service cuts on the J and Z lines as the MTA begins critical track replacement work starting Friday night, July 1st. Actually, it was two days ago, actually, which is nuts. <laughs> J train service along with its weekday rush hour edition, the, the Z train won't run between excuse me, beyond 121st Street beginning at 9.45 p.m. on July 1st, of course, so that the Metropolitan Transportation Authority can replace 12,500 feet of 40-year-old underground track and third rail, according to the transit agency. That means there will be no J or Z trains at the at all until September at Jamaica Center Parsons in Archer Station and at Suffolk Boulevard, Archer Avenue, JFK Airport stop. That's that's gotta suck though, man. Track replacement work creates a temporary inconvenience for a lasting purpose. Improved quality service, State Senator Leroy Comrie said, end quote, as the MTA undertakes the final phase of this initiative. Let's keep in mind the long-term benefits to transit users and share the transport alternatives during the replacement work with our families, friends, and neighbors. The MTA plans to run free shuttle buses between 121st Street Station and the E-Train near Jamaica Van Wick stop during the 10-week long project. Metro cars will be cross-honored at LIRR stations between Atlantic Terminal, Jamaica, and Eastern Queens. The fix is needed because the track carrying J and Z trains at the eastern end of the lines is at the end of its useful life, according to the agency. The tracks running below Archer Avenue are fixed directly to the tunnel floor as opposed to wood ties, so transit workers will have to dig out and replace them along with the aging concrete. These upgrades ensure most of Southeast Queens, Queens's most vital subway lines are modernized for the next generation. Council member Salvina Brooks Powers said, the culmination of these projects offers Southeast Queens residents reliable, accessible, and safe access to New York City's larger transit network. J trains will make regular stops between 121st Street and Myrtle Avenue in Brooklyn, but skip stop service will be suspended and Z trains will be replaced by J trains running the same number of trips to Broad Street as they currently do. With Southeast Queens being a transportation desert, I am pleased to see the progress being made by the MTA on this project to ensure our community has upgraded rail lines, Assembly Member Alicia Hanman said. This would enable the MTA to provide reliable and efficient service to our community. The free J99 shuttle will run every three to five minutes on weekdays, every four to ten minutes on the weekends, and every 20 minutes overnight. Riders heading to JFK Airport should 
take the A train to Howard Beach, the E train to Suffolk Boulevard, Archer Avenue, JFK Airport, or the Long Island Railroad to Jamaica before transferring to the air train. Track replacement in the in this area of Queens will bring us closer to our goal, delivering New Yorkers the modern subway system they des- that they deserve. Chair, MTA Chair and CEO Jano Lieber said, we appreciate our customers' patience as we make the, the upgrades necessary to improve the reliability and speed of J and Z service. Once the final phase of the track replacement is complete, the total amount of tracks replaced in Southeast Queens will be 18,800 feet, about 3.6 total miles. Improving the customer service, excuse me, customer experience in this North Star, NYC Transit President Richard Davies said the fastest and most effective way to complete this project requires 24-7 access to the tracks. This short-term service change will provide more reliable service for years to come. And of course, if you want more for more information, visit the MTA's um, project website, which is updated as necessary. Yes. And more transit news on um to get to um more transit news to get to actually um we have to talk about the um the uh the york street scenario all right this is from brownstoner.com um a long-awaited second interest for the deep and and cavernous york street subway station on the f line in dumble would cost nearly half a billion dollars to build, according to the MTA. Um, the eye-watering price tag to construct a full entry and exit to the station would be between $420 million to $450 million, Metropolitan Transportation Authority reps told a, commuter, a committee, uh, rather, of local community board two in a presentation thursday it's the only only new set of elevators would cost a whopping 230 million dollars to 260 million dollars according to a copy of the slides obtained by am new york metro end quote I think we were all disappointed. This has been going on for such a long time, and that stop has become an extremely active stop, said Sydney Mayer, who chairs CBS, no, excuse me, CB2's Transportation Committee, which got an update, got the update from transit officials on June 16th. The 86-year-old station is the main one serving the growing waterfront neighborhood and has just a single way in and out at the northern end of the platform, which includes a long slope leading up to street level, which locals have likened to a rock quarry. Dumble has transformed in the last two decades from a sleepy former industrial area with artists in lofts to a buzzing hub of residential and commercial development and its views of Manhattan have made it a magnet for tourists as well. Daily subway ridership at York Street more than tripled 
from 4,100 in 2005 to 12,600 in 2019, according to MTA data in the presentation. More recently, there were 7,365 daily trips as of April, or about 58% of pre-slandemic levels. Give me one second. I need to turn on this AC real quick. All right. All right, I'm back. Um, it was up to capacity before all of this new development, and there's more coming, said Doreen Gallo, the president of the Dumbo Neighborhood Alliance. An issue is not only crowding, but also safety in the event of a fire or other emergency. Gallo and fellow local advocates have been pushing the MTA to add a second entrance since the 1990s, and transit officials finally agreed to study it in 2021. Challenging structure, the MTA's um, construction and development team argued in the update last week that the step, the, excuse me, the steep costs are due to the station building challenging to build around. The platform is 80 feet below because it's first the first stop in the borough and connects to the Rutgers tube crossing under the East River. There are also six huge pillars on the platform supporting um, the Manhattan Bridge and columns along the bridge are mostly on the only 15 feet apart. Yeah, 15 feet apart, both of which restrict where the agency can set up a set of stairs and an elevator. Moving the ladder structures would essentially require rebuilding this, the entire station, according to the NCA. Just like the, the Sub River Tunnel, the 1936 station was built encased in cast iron rings and opening it back up for construction could undermine the, the structure's integrity and also trigger a comprehensive overhaul. City officials had planned a second entrance when the station debuted as part of the city's independent subway system under then-Mayor um, Fiorello LaGuardia, but they never built it, according to the MTA. Instead of a new entrance the state controlled authority could just construct large capacity capacity elevators at the southern end of the platform at about half the cost the the best exits for both options would be on j street near the entrance to the pedestrian path at the manhattan bridge but any scheme would have to compete for money under MTA's five-year capital plans. Now, capital competition. Transit officials prioritize stations for new elevators based on factors like how far away they are from the next stop that is accessible under the Americans with Disabilities Act, riderships, um, the demographics, transfer options, constructability, and cost. End quote. Given the complexities of this site, 
the initial assessment presents a realistic summary of the cost of building a second entrance said mta spokesperson aaron donovan in a statement in quote if the project advances and is included in the nca capital plan as with all capital projects it would be competitively bid out into the marketplace which would determine final cost york street would cost three times as much or more compared to the average ada project budget of 79 million dollars and just one stop away is j street metro tech which is ada accessible that makes it not high on the list of the agency's priorities york street will be considered as will all stations but is not high on most data driven prioritization criteria um reads the presentation mayor who emphasized that he does not speak for the community board and was merely sharing his opinion said the high estimates did not make him optimistic that the station would get another way in and out anytime soon because of the cost being so prohibitive this is going to not be high on the priority he said my comment is oh as always brooklyn gets screwed the station is on track to get seven million dollars from a 2021 city air rights sale for a new nearby apartment and office tower including 1.5 million dollars for design work and 5.5 million dollars for further improvements hold on a second we got seven seven underscore queen um dot re underscore seven 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 thank you for joining um yeah oh so the mta has not yet received those funds and st is still working with the city to finalize a commitment letter for the, the money according to donovan um gallo who has been lobbying transit officials for a decade for decades excuse me said they should get going they have they have to do something she said they keep putting it on the back burner but it's not something that's going to go away yeah that's true yeah and um let's see we got some more some more uh hold on a second all right so we got um another incident and this takes place in manhattan um all right so another 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 news um a woman was brutally slashed during her morning commute in lower manhattan prompting a man a manhunt for the suspect according to police a pool of blood was left coating the the mezzanine mezzanine level of the fulton street subway station um tuesday morning as officers search for um a knife a knife wielding brute <laughs> law enforcement sources told am new york metro that the 49 year old woman was slashed in the head during a domestic dispute at 9 19 a.m on june 21st
The victim was rushed to Bellevue Hospital where she's expected to recover. Um, well, hold on. Not too many people are fortunate when it comes to incidents like this, though, but um, yeah. So, the suspect whom police describe as a Hispanic male fled in an unknown direction. He was wearing a tanned hat and shirt and khaki pants. No arrest has been made. Service to surrounding four and five trains were unaffected. Anyone with information regarding uh, the slashing can call Crime Stoppers at 800-577-TIPS for Spanish dial. Um, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on a minute here. Hold on one minute here. Yes, for Spanish, dial 888-57-PISTA. You can also submit tips online at crimestoppers.nypdonline.org or on Twitter, NYPDTips. All calls and messages are kept confidential. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. We got another incident. We got another incident here. So, um, another, another cop incident. And this is, this is crazy, man. This is some crazy ass shit. So an NYPD transit cop was assaulted on the job Tuesday on the first full day. Officers patrolled some of the city subway stations alone. Police said the officers, the officer was working solo at the Pennsylvania Avenue station in Brooklyn when he was attacked at about 6.45 p.m. by a 24-year-old suspect who has a history of run-ins with the cops authority said. The incident unfolded when the officer spotted the suspect, identified as Alex um, E. Raymond, smoking a cigarette on the southbound platform, the, the NYPD said. After telling E. Raymond to put the cigarette out, the suspect threw himself down the platform staircase, according to the NYPD. The officer went to offer the suspect some help. But he allegedly grabbed the officer and tried to drag him down the rest of the staircase, police said. During the struggle, Raymond allegedly made several attempts to grab the officer's gun. After several minutes, Raymond was subdued and taken into custody. He was hit with several charges, including assault on a police officer and resisting arrest. The officer was taken to New York Presbyterian Brooklyn Methodist Hospital in stable condition. The NYPD said Raymond has a history of arrest connected to offensive behavior toward police. In February, he has accused of spitting in the officer's left eye while in an ambulance, police said, in charge with obstruction of governmental administration. And on May 11, he was accused of assaulting a police officer when he he allegedly lunged at the officer and struck him with a closed fist several times behind the left shoulder, police said. He was charged with second-degree assault and 
resisting arrest as well as lesser charges. This, on the same day, he was also charged in connection to a domestic incident in which he was charged with third-degree assault authority set. The man was given non-monetary release on both arrests on May 16th with a temporary order of protection issued on the domestic incident, according to law enforcement sources. Why would you release a fucking criminal out to the streets doing all these fucking incidents for, man? Why? Why? Why, man? That shit makes no fucking sense, man. That shit makes no fucking sense, man. I'm sorry. You know, it's just crazy to me, man. Um, Yes, yeah, so the start of solo subway patrols had been announced earlier Tuesday by Mayor Eric Adams, who defended the plan and noted it would, it would only cover certain stations depending on the need. For many years, we had a, a version of what was called simple patrol. I did it as a police officer, his zoner said, at in an unrelated press conference in Brooklyn. I wouldn't have anyone do a job that I wouldn't do. Yes. But the following Tuesday's night, Tuesday night's um incident, um yeah, Tuesday night's incident, Adams appeared already set to modify the move according to a spokesperson for the police benevolent association. PBA, PBA President Pat Lynch and Mayor Adams have spoken regarding this evening's assault on the transit police officer tra performing solo patrol, the spokesperson told the Post. The mayor indicated that the deployment plan will be modified so that there are two officers on every train patrol. The city hall spokesperson didn't immediately respond to a request for comment early Wednesday morning. All right, so let's see if we have any more. I think that's I think that's it for um I think that's it for um wait, did I um yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we covered all trends and news stuff already. So so let's get so let's get into a little thing that I like to call chatting all the jazz. Here we go. Unfortunately, we got some sad news in in the in the music industry. Rapper Trouble has been shot dead at age thirty four. So here's what's happening according to Pitchfork. The Edgewood native collaborated with Young Thug, Drake, The, the Weeknd, Gucci Mane, Quavo, and many other in his decade-long career. The Atlanta rapper um, Trouble has died. The Rockdale County Sheriff's um, Office confirmed to WSB-TV that Trouble was shot early Sunday morning at an apartment complex in Conyers, Georgia. He was 34 years old. The rapper's death... The, excuse me, the rapper's label Def Jam shared the news of his death in an Instagram post earlier um, today, June 5th. Our thoughts and prayers are with the children, loved ones, and fans of trouble, Def Jam wrote. A true voice for his city and an inspiration to the community he proud, proudly represented, um, R.P. Scoob. 
Trouble was born Mar Mario um, Samante or in Atlanta on November 4th, 1987. He grew up in the East Atlanta neighborhood of Edgewood and began rapping at the age of 14, inspired by legends like Tupac and DMX. Local rapper and entrepreneur Big Bank Black eventually signed Trouble to duct tape, <laughs> duct tape, entertainment, the, the label that would release and co-release the majority of his catalog. In 2011, um, Trouble is, issued his breakout hit, Bussin', which appeared on his debut mixtape de December 17th. The singles music video featured a 23-year-old Trouble surrounded by stone-faced men totting guns. Bussin' received a remix with Yo Gotti, Waka Flocka, and Trader Truth shortly after. Following the success of the track, Trouble appeared on cuts with Atlanta superstars like Young Thug, um, Thief in the Night, and Gucci Mane every day, and you don't deserve that. On his next gr release, Green Light, um, also issued in 2011, Trouble expanded his network of collaborators, working with Lex Luger, Yogati, Zaytoven, and several other MCs and producers. In the following years, the rapper issued a handful of projects, such as 41, 431 Days, rather, um, the return of December 17th, um, of course, included um, Pusha T collaboration, Thank You, Lord, On Me, and more. In, December, in 20, 2016, Trouble released the feature on Pack of Scoobzilla, which boosted appearances from Young Thug, Quavo, Nard, and B, and Zaytoven, Fetty Wap, and others. The subsequent year in 2016, Mixtape included many of the same collaborators. Trouble's final two albums, Edgewood and Thug Love, arrived in 2018 and 2020, respectively. Two LPs marked Trouble's first releases on major labels. Edgewood was issued by Ear Drummer and, and Interscope, while, you know, while Thug Love was his debut for Def Jam. Edgewood was produced entirely by Mike Will Made It. The record included Trouble's weekend collaboration come through, as well as Bring It Back featuring Drake. In a 2018 interview with the fader trouble reflected on his community hang on a second yeah and he and and in quote we all come from the same shit just on different sides he said at this at the end of the day a lot of folks all they do all they need is just a little help advancing as you can hear the fireworks going on um near my crib because of the fourth of july weekend um at the end of the day, a lot of folks, all they need is just a little help advancing. I know you can't help the whole world in one moment, but you can take steps to try to. Since the news of Trouble's death surface, fellow artists such as Gucci Mane, Killer Mike, Earl Sweatshirt, Meek Mill, Ray Shrummer, and T.I. have paid tribute to the late rapper on social media. Yes, S.I.P. to Trouble right i'm not familiar i'm not familiar with his music so um i'm not even gonna go there on his discography so um so we're gonna go into some dirt 13 musical moments 
that stamped trouble as an Atlanta legend. So let's get into that. Um, let's see. Let's see. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Um, so the murder of Atlanta rap artist Trouble, who was shot during a home invasion at an acquaintance's uh, residence on Sunday, June 5th, is the latest death to put the hip-hop community in a state of mourning. The rapper born Mario um, Samante or first gained notoriety in 2011 with the release of his, of his debut mixtape, um, December 17th, building a buzz that resulted in him in being touted as one of the brightest rising talents in his hometown and a potential star in waiting, capitalizing on the momentum with a succession of critically acclaimed mixtapes, including 40, excuse me, 4 to 31 days, All On Me and Scoobzilla. In 2018, the duct tape, <laughs> duct tape entertainment rep on Unleashed Edgewood, his collaborative um, album with acclaimed hit-making producer Ray Shrummerd, Miley Cyrus, Mike Mill, wait, Mike Will made it. Um, his most popular release to date, Edgewood marked his first release on Interscope Records and Mike Will's um, ear drummer's imprint, and helped broaden Trouble's fan base even further. The project also boosted an accompanying accompanying um, short film with it by the same name, making a splash into the acting pool. Trouble held his own and had a promising career in the space if he explored it further. Um, respected amongst his industry peers, the 34-year-old had been sought out for collabs with superstars ranging from Drake to Young Thug. He was also admired um, beyond the music, particularly in the streets of Atlanta, where he solidifies a reputation for being a living embodiment of his street tough raps. In light of the tragic passing of one of our culture's own, Vive um, highlights 13 musical moments from Trouble's career that not only stamped him as a as an Atlanta um, legend, but a respected figure in the game. Okay, starting with number one, um, Bussin' Remix featuring Yo Gotti, Waka Flocka, and Trader Truth. In 2011, Trouble delivered the remix to his breakout single Bussin', teaming up with Yo Gotti, Waka Flocka, and Trader Truth for Posse Cut that would put him on the radar as Atlanta's next hot prospect. Number two, it's time. In 2012, Trouble dropped his third mixtape, 431 Days, which features this booming salvo, which ranks uh, among the late rap stars um, more renowned earlier releases. Number three, YFN Lucci featuring... Um, Trouble and the Migos. Key to the streets. Trouble's voice dominated the airways in a big way in 2016 as this joint effort with fellow Atlanta natives YFN, Lucci, Quavo, and Takeoff of Migos gave him his first appearance on the Billboard Hot 100 and has gone down as a bona fide street anthem. Number four, Young Thug featuring Trouble, Thief in the Night. 
Um, Young Thug enlists trouble for this collaborative thumper from Thugger's 2016 mixtape Slime Season 2. Number five, my favorite number, Ready, featuring Young Thug, Young, Young Dolph, late great Young Dolph to be exact, um, and Big Bank Black. Following the release of his um, hashtag Zay Did It mixtape, Trouble doubled back for a remix of one of the project's more popular cuts, Ready, with new verses from guest stars Young Thug, late great Young Dolph, and D T E C E O Big Bank Black. Number six, Real is Rare. The introductory track on Trouble's debut album, Edgewood, Real is Rare, set the tone for the body of work that many consider is his magnum opus. Number seven, Selfish, which is which reminds me of the phrase self-centered. Trouble gets selfish on this highlight from his Edgewood album, addressing the fake love and opportunities that come along with his life of fame and fortune. Number eight, Bring It Back, featuring Drake and Mike Will Made It. Trouble trades bars with Drake on this standout from Edgewood, proving that he's as comfortable on a track with the biggest names in music as he is in the confines of trap. Number nine, Kesha Dem remix featuring Offset. For the 41E Deluxe edition of Edgewood, Trouble links with Offset for the remix of Kesha Dem, resulting in a sequel that builds on the magic captured on the original. And number 10, Ain't My Fault featuring Boosie Badass. Trouble collides with um, Boosie Badass on the lead lead single from his 2020 album thug love as the two take a page out of the book of no limit records so the shockers chant off his it ain't my fault while giving no apologies to the haters and number 11 didn't believe didn't believe in me in 2020 trouble dropped his this catchy single in anticipation of the release of his sophomore album thug love which finds him basking him the satisfaction of proving his detractors wrong number 12 medusa featuring jeezy no longer young jeezy um the two generations of atlanta street legends team up on this single from trouble's thug love album featuring jeezy and lastly, number 13, She's a Winner featuring City Girls. Atlanta connects with Miami as Trouble and the City Girls. Young Miami cook up this NOLA bounce-inspired twerk-friendly cut from the, his Thug Love album. Okay. Okay, that's what... All right, so that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty good. Okay, so... The next one we're going to be talking about here is um next one we're going to be talking about is uh wait yeah, yeah, yeah I did talk about that oh okay I'm gonna save the best one for last about the custard ice cream the mustard colorful ice cream I'll save that for last, though. Um, in other music news, 
We got to talk about I'll be sure. Okay. Yes, I'll be sure. The New Jack Swing star I'll be sure is hospitalized and recovering after a successful surgery. The nature of the surgery was not disclosed. And uh, let's see. In a series of Instagram posts, I'll be sure and announced he is on a health and wellness journey and currently is hospitalized in Mount Vernon. Um, hashtag um, I'll bees around the world. Just getting it right. Love and light. Hashtag all praise is due to Allah. Such, oh, excuse me, sure shared in his first Instagram post. In a follow-up, he notes he's going in for surgery, apologizes for the graphic nature of the images, and also notes that he is aiming to participate in celebrity boxing in the future. Okay, what the hell? Why would you put yourself in that situation when you just been in the hospital and you just got surgery? Like, come on, man. Really. Like, give yourself some time to recover. To recover, man. You know what I mean. And we got some other, 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 other um crazy stories that we need to get to. And um, so of course, little TJ, little TJ is reportedly showing promising signs of recovery after being shot earlier this month in New Jersey. Per TMZ, TJ is now making significant progress toward recovery. Most specifically, the publication said Thursday he is awake and alert and is able to speak on his own. In fact, the outlet sources claimed when hospital personnel took out his breathing tube, 21-year-old TJ, TJ's voice sounded the same as it did prior to the shooting. Shortly after... News of TJ's shooting broke last week. Bergen County Prosecutor Mark um, Musella announced the arrest of three men in connection of the crime. One identified as Mohammed um, Kanate is facing charges, including attempted murder and armed robbery. Just after midnight on Wednesday, June 22nd, 2022, the Edgewater Police Department received multiple 911 calls reporting shots fired in the area of 14 the prom promenade in Edgewater, New Jersey. Marcella's officer office said upon their arrival to the area, officers found 21-year-old Tyon Little TJ Merritt with multiple gunshot wounds and Antoine board with a single gunshot wound. An initial investigation per Marcella determined that Kanate was alleged trying to commit an armed robbery at the, at the time of the shooting. Boyd and another individual, um, Jeffrey Valdez, were also allegedly targeted in, in the attempted robbery, uh, although both were subsequently charged over unlawful possession of a weapon allegations. And uh, among those who sent TJ well wishes was Jim Jones, who, who referenced the shooting in a conversation with Hip Hop DX this week. 
and reiterated his stance that being a rapper is the most dangerous job in the world. Shit, my prayers go out to Lil TJ, who just got shot up the other day, and I don't even know his condition, but you know it's terrible out there, Jones said. He's right, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's a crazy ass jungle out here, man. You know, it's just it's just fucking crazy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, people people doing some stupid heinous senseless shit though, man. You know, people like listen, you do stupid shit like that, it's game over for your ass. And speaking of game over, Casanova's music career is over too. We need to talk about that too. <laughs> Damn. We need to talk about that shit too, man. <laughs> um, all right, so hip hop DX is talking about um Casanova, who who basically um has been locked up since turning himself in to FBI authorities in late 2020. Reportedly pleaded guilty on Wednesday, May 11th, to a series of crimes in the racketeer influence and corrupt organization organizations case. This is so stupid, man. I swear, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna get to my verdict at I'm gonna get to my verdict after this, man. After I um, fill you guys in on the story. So hold on. God damn it. God damn it. Um, hang on a minute. Uh, all right. Um, all right. Um, <laughs> okay, so um, the charges stem from federal drug robbery and gun charges as part of his leadership role in the untouchable Gorilla Stone Nation Bloods game. Oh my gosh. What the hell? What the hell? <laughs> Yo. According to ABC7, the Brooklyn Bread rapper is the 13th defendant in the racketeering case against the UGSNB gang to plead guilty. He's being charged for offenses that took place across state lines and from New York to Florida. As of Casanova's um, guilty plea, he reportedly admitted to the U.S. Attorney's Office he played a role in a twenty in a July 2020 Florida shooting, a New York City robbery in 2018, and trafficked over 100 kilograms of marijuana. The Don't Run Rhymer was charged with attempted murder in November 2021 and, and has remained in Westchester County Jail's custody since December 2020. In February, he took the Instagram to let his fans know he was put into solitary, solitary confinement for a month. I've been in solitary confinement for like 30 days. I hate it here. He wrote, if you haven't heard from me, that's why. Casanova born Caswell Sr. is expected to be to to sentence in December. He faces five to sixty years behind bars if convicted. God damn. Okay. Here's my verdict on the Casanova shit, man. 
Hold on. 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 Let me put myself on here, man. Hold on. Here's the issue with the fucking Casanova story, man. Like, who told him to do this shit? Who told him to who told him to do that? And you talking about how how he how he hates it in in the in the in the solid, solitary confinement, which is which is prison and shit like that. Nobody told his crazy ass to fucking do this. Like seriously. And you got the and then you got the fucking nerve to, to basically be like you, you're fucking butt hurt and shit. Like, come on, man. No one told you to do this shit anyway. And you ruined your damn career. <laughs> and you ruined your damn career on some dumb shit. This is the dumbest shit that he ever did, though, man. I don't mean to laugh, but but this is the most ridiculous shit that I ever heard. Like, you have a music career and you ruin your shit to the fucking do what exactly? That's like the most terrible thing that I've ever seen in my whole entire life, man. Yeah, and you, and, and you wonder why your shit is, is like going down the damn toilet right now, man. Let me start with this one. Yeah, and I bet you his ass is fucking screaming right now. Yeah, and he's going to be falling flat on his face worse than R. Kelly. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I had to do it. I had to do it. <laughs> Yo, I had to do it. <laughs> oh, man. This is fucking laughable, folks. I'm, I'm sorry for laughing about this, but I had to. I had to. Because. <laughs> <laughs> this is so fucking ridiculous right now, man. Um. Anyway, <laughs> all right. So, okay. Now that I got that out the way, man, with the Casanova shit, though, man. So let's get into a little thing with Fifty Cent. And he roasts. He roasts. Um. And he's roasting Madonna. Let's see. <laughs> Let's take a look at this, man. 50 Cent publicly apologized to Madonna last December for clowning the pop icon for a sultry set of photos she posted to Instagram. But old habits die hard and the rapper turned television executive is back at it. On Friday, June 3rd, um, 50 shared a photo of Madonna sitting on a bed with her legs slightly spread apart and wearing a pair of black sunglasses, thigh-high tights, and a reviewing Versace top. He wrote in the caption, I, I hope she didn't make her kids take this picture. Whoa. Wait a minute here. <laughs> oh, shit. 
<laughs> LOL at 63. Somebody tell her to chill out, please. He included three additional photos of aliens <laughs> suggesting Madonna looks similar to the extraterrestrial. <laughs> Yo. Okay. Madonna has yet to respond to 50 Cent's latest troll job, but that doesn't mean she won't. Weeks after 50 Cent initially made fun of the material girl for her provocative photo shoot, she fired back in a lengthy Instagram video. You are trying to shame me, she said, using a Betty Boo filter. You were trying to humiliate me. Yeah, your apology is fake. It's bullshit, and it's not valid. Let me just hit those four or five points about your apology being valid. Number one, it's not hard to find footage of you and me hanging out. Number two, an apology is not valid if you don't know what you are apologizing for. What you should be apologizing for is your misogynistic, sexist, ageist behavior and remarks. Number three, you didn't hurt my feelings because I don't take it personally. I couldn't I could never take it personally because you are not coming from an enlightened place. Number four, you say you are not benefiting from it. Of course you are benefiting from it. That is what social media is about. You do understand that, right? And um, in, in, 50, in response, 50 Cent posted another Instagram photo, um, video photo addressing her comments using a filter from the horror film, The Purge. <laughs> <laughs> Not the purge. Oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. In between snippets of Madonna's Instagram statements, 50 Cent seemed to dismiss what she said by either shaking his head or quietly denying her statements. In particular, he said your feelings were hurt and you took it personally, despite Madonna saying otherwise. He included in the caption, the purge begins now. Hey, is there an age limit for this kind of shit, man? I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> okay. Okay. This is... Oh, man. This is the most bizarre shit ever, man. <laughs> oh, man. Um. Okay. Okay. Um. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um... All right. Up next is um up next is on Coyle Ray. The first half of 2022 has seen rap star Coyle Ray continue her arrival as one of the brightest young stars in hip hop after having dominated the airwaves throughout last year with a string of hit singles, including the the Lil Dirk assisted Billboard smash No More Parties, Big Purr, featuring Pushaisty and Twinning. The Massachusetts native and New Jersey rep has further capitalized on that moment with new releases like Azari and her Nicki Minaj collaboration, Blick Blick. Add in a guest appearance of on Fabio Foreman's Bible Cut, What's My Name, to keep her voice in rotation and in iHeartRadio Music Awards nomination for Best New Hip Hop Artist. The timing couldn't have been better. Packaging her aforementioned 
singles with over a dozen new tracks. Um, LeRae's debut album, Transsetter, finds the Rattress showcasing the breadth of her industry alongside a star-studded lineup of co-stars, including Young Blue, Young M.A., G Herbal, Her, Nav, Wallow267, <laughs> damn, 267, um, King Gilly, Polo G, Lil Tecker, and A Boogie with the Hoodie. Debuting on the Billboard 200 chart, transcendent success and surrounding buzz have led to additional opportunities for LeRae, such as her recent partnership with Sprite as an ambassador for Limelight, the brand new global um, music program created with the goal of bringing very different artists from around the world together um, around one musical expression based on a shared life experience. Limelight includes contributions from a handful of artists from various genres, including Grammy-winning super producer James Blake, Nigerian singer uh, Amale, and a Chinese singer who are um, Chen Yu. Loray, who reimagined a hook created by Blake for her own exclusive Limelight track, The One, also participated in the program's documentary-style segment, Heat Happens, in which she touches on the pressures that come with life as a public figure. Her documented career journey has made her one of the more relatable rap artists in the genre today. Fire spoke with Coyle Ray about her debut album, helping launch Sprite Limelight, her forthcoming single and recent collaborators and more. Coyle Ray, okay, so so this is what um they they was asking. So um you released your debut album Transsetter earlier this year. How did it feel to get the project out? And she says it feels great, you know. It, it feels like I've been working for so long and I'm so versatile and I would say I'm unpredictable and people never know what's next. So it just feels um good to finally reach that path of the music side, basically showing people what I'm really capable of outside of all the bullshit and the gossip and the hate and whatever the music is really what i strive for and i love so it just feels good to be able to give that to the world after so long and um and um of course another question asked um is there someone famous that you discovered is a fan of the album and yourself and it took you by surprise I mean, no, only because I've been having those conversations with celebrities and artists since No More Parties and after um, ever since. Every song I get and release, I've been getting a lot of feedback just from the industry when it comes to the rappers and singers and stuff. They are they've been giving me feedback since before the album. You know, I I say I've been doing this for about three years now, so I didn't really need a second opinion because everybody always told me that I was a star. Every single person. Um, they see me and be like, yo, you are fucking out here. You are a superstar. And they all heard the album before the album even came out. I've been re recording for three years. Paranoid with Polo G. I recorded a year 
and some change ago. You haven't left let off the gas as you recently worked with Bronx rapper B-Love on the new single, Demon. How did that collaboration come about and how would you describe the chemistry between the two of you? Well, we did two songs together and New York Demon, I don't know, I fuck with B-Love. Like, his sound is super fire and I saw his shit on TikTok that started going crazy. Do I thought that would be super dope to collab. They had reached out for an open verse, and hell yeah, we just went crazy. We ended up recording both of the of those songs. Um, are there any artists, uh, any other artists you worked with recently for collaborations? Fans can look forward to. Hell yeah, I look forward to my Calvin Harris collab. I have a song with Chloe Bailey and Stefan Don on his upcoming project, and I cannot wait until that drops. You partnered with Sprite in conjunction with its new global music platform, Limelight. How did that opportunity come about, and how has it been working with the brand? Well, Sprite reached out, and it's just a blessing. It's been going so great, and the song actually dropped tonight at midnight. It's so funny. I saw uh, rap... Caliber post new releases and they just put my name on there. I'm like, I didn't know I was dropping a song. I thought it was so weird for like rap caviar, <laughs> caviar to to post it. And I'm like, oh shit, Sprite got me on rap caviar too. Like, yo, this is for real. Like, this isn't no regular thing. Like, this is supposed to be global. I don't know. I thought that was. Um, super dope. Uh, drink being on that caviar. I never, I've never seen seen it before. Um, Limelight recently launched Heat Confessionals, a series profiling artists sharing personal experiences where they've had to keep their cool during heated moments. What are some instances where you had to keep calm while under pressure? Um, I say every day you gotta keep calm. It's pressure every day. You got a lot of people depending on you. A lot of kids, a lot of adults, a lot of teenagers. It's everybody around the world that's watching. You, you know what? Waiting for the for your next move. But I'm surrounded by great people, and I have a great relationship with God, and so that always helps me go about these times in those days. <clears throat> And um, and you are also creating a Sprite Limelight playlist of your personal favorite songs. How are you going? How you how are you gonna go about choosing which artists or songs go on your personal playlist? Um, I don't know. I may need Sprite to help me. <laughs> um, well, what are some songs that are in your rotation? What are some other songs that? you are currently listening to so right now i'm not gonna lie i've been listening to straight trap music drill music i'm inspired by the whole chicago wave shout out to dirk chief keith everybody in chicago for real dreezy grl and there's so many more but i had to realize like i gotta listen to some fucking dua lipa or something for it because i feel i be feeling like i gotta get inspired in a different way like I love the, this drill shit so much that I've been forgetting. Like, yo, I've been, I've got to turn into a pop star soon. It's time for me to start taking in some 
other music and stuff because I can't just live my life trying to keep up with the guys. I feel like that's the only thing about female rap is trying to keep up with the guys and do what the guys do or whatever. And it just gets old a little bit. You just want to gravitate. You want to kind of gravitate to everything that everyone can relate to more. So that's what I'm doing now. So, okay. So the interview goes on and I know there's a lot that I have to cover. So anyway, so, hey, Pedro Lopez, man. What's going on, homie? Long time no see. Happy 4th of July weekend, man. How you feeling? Hope you're doing all right with everything, especially with Tales from the Creeps podcast, man. All right. All right. So, um, Sprite has a story on relationship with hip hop as a whole. When did you first realize that Sprite was for and a part of the culture? I was born in 97, so I don't know when the first Sprite bottle was made, but I do know that Drake and I know LeBron James kind of made a nice collab with them as well, which was super dope. I don't know. I feel like it's so many sodas in the world, and it's not about how many people they've worked with. It's just about what they've done compared to every other soda, I would say. They they are the culture because they are probably the, the only sort of drink to actually do it. Um, what's next for Coyle Ray moving forward? I'm going on tour at the end of the month. I cannot wait. It's going to be my first headline tour. I'm, gonna, I'm going crazy. So, um, so much festivals coming up this year. And I'm also dropping music this month before the tour. So I'm just excited, man. Can you speak on the music that you're about to drop? Hell yeah. I said the least you would do is pull up on a nigga and give me head until I come. Give me head until I come because I know that I saw the problem. It's hard to deal with a bitch like me. I'm trying to be difficult. I'm different, baby. Yeah. Yes. So that's the like the hook to it. What's the title? Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, of course, man. Also, that's the, so wait. Um, where? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's the intro involved. <laughs> that's a solo cut. Yeah, it's my shit. Definitely. So, what was the inspiration? How did it come to life? Yo, you know what? I just got in the studio and I'm like, yo, I got to start elevating my music and I'm. And I automatically thought of Aaliyah when I heard the beat. So I said, how can I get this Aaliyah vibe, this Aaliyah feeling? And now that we're shooting the video coming up, I got an Aaliyah inspiration on the mood board, which I think is super dope. You know? And yeah, so that's, that's pretty much it. So let me... Let's make some noise for Corey LeRae, man, doing her thing right here, man. Okay. Okay, up next. Up next, what we got here is, um, we got next is, um, 
the Black Thought. All right, Black Thought put his dazzling lyrical talents on display once again uh, while holding court at the 2022 Roots Picnic Festival in his hometown of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania on Saturday, June 4th. For this year's live mixtape showcase alongside Jay Period, <laughs> this veteran Roots MC was joined by a special guest, Rick Ross and Benny the Butcher, extending his collaborative relationship with the latter while putting an end to the ignorant, the ignorant look-alike confusion with the former. While Rose and Benny treated the Fairmont Park crowd to favorites from their respective catalogs during individual sets, Black Thought couldn't help but command center stage as he feasted out over some of the biggest songs, including Ross's 2006 breakout hit, Hustling, and Benny the Butchers of Johnny P's Caddy collaboration with J. Cole. Black Thought flipping ridiculous ATL flows and cadences of, over Ross hustling while Rick stands there in our um in our jaw on the floor uh and his new teeth almost jumped out his face. <laughs> One festival attendee tweeted Tariq is half a century old and still a savage. Hmm yeah proving there's no error or regional sound his powerful rounds can can't dominate thought also tackled hip-hop classes such as ella cool j's i shot ya ugk and outcast's um international players anthem i choose you and feral Munch's simon says um but Tariq trotter wasn't done later that evening, the South Philly native returned to the stage during Mary J. Blige's headline set and performed a brand new verse over her classic 1992 single, What's the 4 War one which originally featured brand new beings, Grand Pooba, and later spawned a, a remix with a pre-ready-to-die Biggie and KC and J- from JoJo. Um, you like Method Man and Mary, Mary Do on some shorty out. I'll always be there for you, but it but be easy because we got we gotta be careful too. Hold me down. I'll be I'll be back in a few. I'm still asking you what's the four on one, hun. He rapped before passing the mic to the queen of hip hop soul. Hmm. While Black Thought seems to be seems to keep himself in tip top condition as an MC. All year round, his roots picnic rap drills bold well for his upcoming joint album with Danger Mouse. <laughs> Danger Mouse. Cheat Codes dropping August 12th. Um, the duo confirmed the long-awaited project in May, revealing um, guest appearances from the late um, MF Doom, um, ASAP Rocky, Run the Jewels, Raekwon, Joey Badass, Conway the Machine, and Russ, among others. All right. Okay. So, all right. So next up we have, next up we have, um, we have, um, let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see. Let me see. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me make sure I got the uh, thing right. Oh, wait. 
I'll get to that in the I'll get to the colored ice cream thing in a sec. So let's go to all right. So so next is Vince Staples. Um, okay, so uh white man can't jump just added some more star power to the cast. Vince Staples will be joining the reboots fold alongside Jack Harlow, according to Deadline. And uh, BMF's uh, Miles Bullock was announced as a newcomer to the to a cast that already include Harlow, Sinclair Walls, Lance Riddick, Tiana Taylor, Laura Haria, uh, Tamarity Kissing, and more. Uh, while Harlow is taking on Woody Harrison's character for the 1992 classic, details for the Long Beach native role have not been have not yet been disclosed. Missionary Jack was spotted walking around the remix film set in Venice, California, um, earlier in June. The 24-year-old took to Twitter earlier this week to relay that his time filming was done so he could head overseas for his European tour. Stack, excuse me, Staples is stacking up the Hollywood credits as the dope actor um, earned a lead role in the upcoming Showtime series, The Wood. Um, according to Variety, the series is actually based on the 1999 coming-of-age film of the same name. Hmm. That's interesting. Staples is set to set to star as Jamal Patrain, an inspiring photographer from Ladera, Ladera Heights, who has been cut off by his upper-class family when he decided to follow his own path instead of going to historic Morehouse College. Both the film and series remain without a release date. So if I have any information about the about both of these, I'll bring it to you on the New York podcast in a segment called um, Remains to be Seen. All right, so um what we have here is let me see all right so let me get to um all right let's get to best rb album so far um there's a whole list we gotta get to um all right so um all right let me um let me get a sip of water real quick. Okay. All right. So the best R&B album so far, huh? Okay, R&B has gotten off to a slow start in 2022, but even with artists like Chris Brown calling this genre obsolete, there are still solid projects from the continued from that continued to make an impact. Excuse me. From Kalani and The Weeknd to veterans like Mary J. Blige, uh, there is a lot of good R&B music for fans to digest. In June, many fans will have a, a debate as to the genre classification of Drake's Honesty Nevermind album 
it is house music, hip hop, R&B, or none of the above. For now, we left it on this list alongside a new drop from Kanye West collaborator Vori. Not Rory, but Vori. <laughs> uh, Hip Hop DX will be narrowing down um, the year's releases to the essentials, providing readers with a list of the, the must listen projects. Struggling to find a list of hip hop albums that have been shifting the culture, take a look at our list for hip hop, rap, and RB to get a complete survey of the projects that are dictating. The, the conversation around hip hop culture. Of course, need new songs, need some new songs to throw in the rotation, but Spotify and user creative playlists are way too long. We kept it simple and added only the best of the best songs from each month to make sure you get the songs you need without a hassle. Peep this, the list below. Looking for some up-and-coming rappers and underground gems we've done the work uh, for you and highlighted some short eps mixtapes and projects to check out if you're interested if you're if you are um what do you say if you're tired of mainstream album cycle um i'm going to i'm going to um talk about the best mixtapes and eps of 2022 in the future episode um of course Best rap songs, um, I'll do that. Best hip hop albums and best rap albums, I'll do that next time. Okay, so obviously, obviously, um, Drake's recent album, honestly, never mind. The only way for Drake to get bigger is to go back to the songs that did a billion streams and embedded themselves in listeners' collective consciousness. Um, one dance, hold on, we're going home. Take care. Minimal swearing, friendly to all settings, inoffensive enough to play in the background, but thoughtful enough to to reward closer listening. Honestly, honestly, never mind. Is an under understated pop album made to be listed to with other people. A Drake album with refreshingly low stakes, much to its advantage. This pivot also offers Drake a way to re relate to listeners without sharing too much of himself. Pop music often hinges on non-specific specificity, um, allowing listeners to fill in the silhouettes of you and me with their own personal details. Um, throughout, honestly, never mind. His verses are spare. Ah, uh, spare. Let me see. Spare often often allowing the production to communicate as much of the emotion as his pleas for connection. Honestly, never mind. Isn't for everyone, but it will be everywhere, as the late Virgil uh, Abloh says. Halfway through the album, we weren't supposed to come up with something this clean, like something happened. He stopped making the Drake album we want him to make and made the Drake album Drake wanted to make. Um, honestly, okay, cool. Um, so we have um, Lost Souls by Vori. Vori, known for his dedicated dedicate voice and seamless harmonies, is often thought of 
as a filler piece for Ye, but on his latest, he reminds those who haven't been paying attention of his own prowess as a songwriter, led by Do Not Disturb, the late nightclub anthem, which features Nav and Young Blue and the and the Yeezy Assisted Daylight. The rest of the 13 songs boost Vori singing with a bit of help from Beam, Fresco, Trey, and Lanstra <laughs> <Landstra> Chip. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, all right, so Blue Water Road by Kalani. While Kalani's sophomore war pin, pined, excuse me, for growth without knowing how to get there. The singer's third album, Blue Water Road, is assiduous in examining inter internal faults. Blue Water Road's frank maturity, even with its brief detours, reveals an artist's authentic pursuit of happiness from Kalani's candid songwriting to Blue Water uh, Road's vibrant backdrops. Uh, the album serves as evidence of what happens when someone finally begins to take responsibility for their own happiness. What emerges is is something that treads into uncharted waters and even if it isn't fully understood yet. It can at times be quite a spectacle. And LMA, Heart of My Sleeve, LMA sophomore release is far easier felt then understood between songs about making up and breaking up there is no obvious resolution offered to the soft the soft-hearted singer at the same time the track list is one that foregoes logic for emotions and so there isn't as much of a need for a clear-cut solution what truly allows the album to pull off the back and forth of head heartache is the consistency with which LMA enters into a state of total surrender. Um, Hypnose by Raven Linnae. Raven Linnae's first full-length um, feature pours vocal melodies over a more stripped-down sound for a lucid listening experience. Hypnose houses a fundamental shift in focus from Steve Lacey's um, live instrumentals to Lene's vocals, although Lacey still shreds sweetly on skin-tight, uh, soft, percussive uh, productions and electronic synths are prioritized to showcase the Chicago R&B icon's uniquely high but dulce soprano. The pleasantly simplified production of loop beats leave ample room for Lene to stretch out her lyrical limbs. Playing with perspective on Venom, the, the singer is om, omniscient, omniscient as she normally asks an unsuspecting partner, why do you play me for a fool? Given how Raven Lene um, clearly challenged herself with pen on paper, Hypnos is seemingly reminiscent of her very own evolution. Where I'm from is a testimony of a track that enlists the help of um, Mariba. 
not Ariba, but Mariba. <laughs> you get the you get the gist. Um, accompanied by <laughs> oh shit, by trickling acoustic guitar. Um, they um looks at her life like a landscape, watching it and singing, even as it um unfolds right before her eyes. Watch me spread my wings, she demands. Uh, Raven um Lene um moves through each song at her own intuitive intuitive um pace with Semino um on call 3D arrives as an opportunity to pick up sonic speed instead of natural rhythm rhythmic progression is built and maintained over the course of the dreamily cohesive record keep it light keep it light things are better moving slow feeling like feeling feeling nice feeling nice let's keep it flowing natural nay um muses holding the listener captive in the trance that is hypnos um Mahalia, a uh, letter to your ex-EP, sharp-witted observations with a raw twist of heartbreaking honesty are the foregrounds of what Mahalia delivers on her newest EP, Letters to Your Ex. The five-song neo-soul-esque collection is hardbound by two distinct sonnets that feel as if they were written exclusively to one another. Um, <clears throat> led to your ex, inspired by her partner's old flame, um, and led to your next from the perspective of another woman. Written simply in the middle, forever imagines the type of love worth fending off former flings for at all costs. The three-minute ballad is equal parts an oldie to commitment and the obligations that ultimately come at the expense of one's independence, respectfully. The Leicester-born R&B singer's knack for smooth hooks with a tinge of Miss Lauren Hill's soulful production pushes the EP to burst with life while dabbling in pop-like choruses that still allow the, excuse me, um, allow for Mahalia's breathly, breathy voice to take flight. Hold on a sec. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> All right. Um, Okay, um, but what makes tracks such as Forever a standout from past repertoire is the directness of warning herself against taking love for granted, weaving back and forth from bliss to reality. Although it's only five tracks deep, its richness in storytelling is what sets the bar for Mahalia's, for Mahalia this year. Okay, Broken Hearts Club, Sid. Graduating from group to solo success isn't a leisurely transformation, despite it 
the R&B anti-hero. Miss Steel, your girl. Sid does it like Child's Play. Hilarious album, Broken Hearts Club. Um, details Sid's tale of passionate pre-slandemic heartbreak. Uh, even though Sid's music in the past has painted a portrait of carefree relationships, this time she's more vulnerable than ever before. Broken Hearts Club makes um, way for celestial 80s R&B that dives into other portals of sound while never breaking too far off. Sound, no, excuse me, soul in early, early, um, early 2000s. Um, R&B guitar grooves melt their way through the record, ditching, ditching the pop mindset she once harbored with albums like Finn and the three-track EP, Always Never Home. Heartbreak might be the tying theme, but in the end, Sid respectfully drives back to what she knows, freedom and learning to let her lovers go. Broken Hearts Club mirrors Sid's journey, and it's one we can't help but watch all the way through. Holly Al Alvarado. Um, okay. All right. So Sunset Visionary, um, volume two, Tom, the mailman <laughs> in the music industry dominated by flashy trends and repurposed nostalgia. It's an increasingly difficult task to determine what's real and what's posturing. Um, this dilemma is what makes listening to Tom, the mailman, <laughs> Sunset Visionary, um, volume two, so refreshing across the emo punk riddle track list of Tom's latest. There's nothing fraudulent in sight. There is a handful of artists who have leaned into the revival of punk, pop punk, and emo. But more often than that, um, um, these attempts feel um, forced gripping onto a sonic moment with the hopes of making a quick buck. Tom's art is rooted in the emotional delivery. The guitar forward sound is just a byproduct. Songs at, such as the steamrolling FWM2 are ripe with unbridled um, angst. Others like Brown Eyes and Backwoods are the delicate and light, a youthful dedication to a lover, exuberant, lively, and gripping, grippingly real. Sunset Visionary Volume 2 is a landmark achievement in the young artist's career. David Blake. Um, blast, before you go, taking the reins from the past, for the past vanguard of R&B legends, Blast the breakout Los Angeles sensation first turn heads on 2020's um, No Love Lost and it's deluxe. Uh, a sweeping a sweeping project which featured Ty Dolla Sign, Dom Kennedy, and longtime collaborated um, Bino uh, Rideau. Uh, the emotive crooners um, latest album Before You Go picks up right where he left last left off, blending the sounds 
of traditional R&B with more contemporary Californian notes. Blast takes a ride takes rides uh, between the borders of R&B um, subgenres before, um, before you go, playing with the tones of classic soul and regional LA sounds. There's some something for all occasions. Love ballads like the Aaron Ray assisted fake love in LA. Smooth club bops such as sometimes with Zakari and and dust driving tracks like um like still um on my way. David Break. Yeah, who cares? Rex Orange County. <laughs> oh man. Rex Orange County returns after a long hiatus with a new album. Who cares? The single ways on ex is it existent dread um and purpose over bright beats and warm production. His welcome return is sure to soundtrack coffee dates. Uh, walks in the parks and medium level difficulty hikes for all of 2022. And lucky day candy drip for all you smooth tunes needs. Look no further than lucky day's candy drip. One of RB's most um, promising rookies, day's been at it for a while, but last year's table for two was one of 2021's best releases in the genre. Candy Drips is similarly paced, a rolling album for, of full of emotive singing and impressed, excuse me, impassioned features from Little Dirt, um, Smino, and Child. Well, Okay, Shansia Alpha. Shansia, the Jamaican dancehall sensation, was spotted on the Donda stage during the, one of Kanye West's listening sessions and has used that attention to catapult herself into hip-hop and R&B's mainstream with late, with latest album, Alpha. On her latest album, Shansia managed to wrangle an impressive cast of guests from Tiger and 21 Savage to Megan Thee Stallion and Sean Paul. Hold on. All right. Um. Okay. Good morning, gorgeous. Um. Mary J. Blige shortly performing at what many are calling the greatest Super Bowl halftime show in history. Mary J. Blige released her first album in two years, titled "Good Morning Gorgeous." The last project listeners received was in 2020 when she dropped the deluxe edition to her 1990 classic 1994 album my life so new music is a cause for celebration led by a titular single and the follow-up with rent money which placed the family affair singer alongside fellow new yorker dave east for a soulful collaboration good morning gorgeous resists familiar themes and blige's work of love and heartbreak but even if the subject matter has been heard before there's something special about watching a master at their craft. Blige's dexterous, um, expressive voice wraps around the heavy instrumentals, though she's singing in line 
with a very traditional style of R&B. Um, Blige still sounds fresh as ever. And of course, obviously, the most recent, the most recent album, um, The Weeknd, Dawn FM. Dawn FM traps the listener in purgatory as The Weeknd gathers an audience for his sonic love letter to the 80s, marked by the metallic sounds of the um, patch mode, the human league, and all night disco parties. The euphoria of 80s R&B, new wave and synth pop carried the pop star to a new height. The album is an exib- uh, exib- exhibit exhibition, sorry, um, of pure ambition from an artist that's reached the mountaintop. It's apparent that this was the album the weekend always wanted to make, whose flair for for the for the dramatic and glamour always aligned with the bygone icon of the 80s okay amber mark three dimensions amber mark made a name with rb recreations of beloved 90s songs such as Nirvana's heart heart shape box and cisco's star song but the tennessee songstress has her own story to tell on three dimensions deep, Mark bears all her hurt and insecurities enveloped in an, exist, an existent teal dread in life's cruel clutches. The multi-faceted album brings her songwriting and vocal performance to new heights with Mark pondering with the universe's greatest ills and, and vices. The complex project proves Mark uh, Mark's lofty ambitious no excuse me ambitions are attainable, finding comfort in the absurdity of self discovery, and um, and Capri songs FKA FKA Twigs on her first major um, label release FKA Twigs takes the veiled and aloof image of her public existence and shatters it with every uh, wispy utterance. Capri songs while retaining the avant-garde spirit that marked her numerous um, EPs is a genre-bending pop experiment that unlocks the human shrouded underneath the artist after years of emotional and and relational upheaval. She's fully in control of her narrative, whether she's delivering a self-confidence sermon over um, choral arrangements on the spacey meta angel, covering herself in traditional R&B emotionality on the dance floor, infused tears in the club, or flexing her chemistry with the likes or of Georgia Smith and Poss. Sally, Sally, you. There's no moment where Twigs feels um, disingenuous. Each st- stylistic foray registers as part of her lexicon, and each gut punching lyric feels ripped from her heart. Alicia Keys' latest project, Keys, 
Alicia Keys is undoubtedly one of the most decorated R&B artists of all time. Um, yes, I have to agree. But beyond just the accolades and notoriety, 20 years in her career, Keys is still delivering innovative work. The double LP starts off with a um, menacing push of tea feature that sets the tone for an unpredictable ride through 26 tracks. The genre-bending album provides something for every sector of her fan base without compromising its artistic core. The project also marks the singer's final album on her label deal, leaving many fans looking forward to what she does next independently. Um, no, I'm not okay, um, Blue. For, the artist formerly known as um, Young Blue continues to let his talent speak for itself. <clears throat> um, Blue is one of the few newer artists who seems to stay out of the negative headlines um, while he focuses on crafting his sound and dropping quality music. No, I'm okay. Finds it finds the hip hop DX rising star efforts effortlessly crafting unique melodies and memorable um, memorable flows as he pours his heart into each of the five songs on the EP. Hang on a second. Okay, so, okay, cool. Um, Blue has popped sensibilities without ever abandoning his hip-hop roots, a blend that is bound to take him to superstar heights. Um, Tierra Rack, Tierra Wack, R&B. Tierra Wack has always stuck to the quality over quantity model when it comes to her release schedule. With that being said, even a three-song EP is a gift from the multi-talented artist. Wack explores death, sorrow, and love throughout the project as she continues to bring memorable flows and melodies to the table with every new drop. The project is part of a set of a set of three EPs that show her versatility and ability and efforts effortlessly jump between genres. It can really, um, hold on a minute. Hold on, there's more. Hold on. Summer Walker, still over it. Summer Walker has supplanted herself in a public eye, both through and through her outstanding introductory project last day of summer and over it and her tumultuous relationship with Atlanta rapper producer London on the track. In doing so, she opened herself up to judgment and speculation about every aspect of her life, her pregnancy, breakup with London, and subsequent mental health. On Still Over It, Walker comes back swirling their, their narratives by utilizing the biggest draw in her artistry, her vulnerability. Um, and I just did an episode about vulnerabilities in episode 161. You can go check that out as well. Um, she displays an in it um, storytelling ability uh, marked with uh, raw details about the intricate intricacies of her um, emotions, refusing to hold back. Walker covers the project in personal drama, 
navigating a balancing act between compelling and gratuitous. Um, <clears throat> before I continue with this, um, I want to say something actually. Now, look, I did leave a question on the on the podcast show page, um, off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast in regards to what are the things that makes you feel vulnerable and what are your coping mechanisms of conquering those things so you can go ahead and and you can go ahead and comment on what makes you feel vulnerable and and what is your coping mechanism so i want to know from you folks out there that's listening and and um and watching this on youtube as well so you know what i'm saying so so you know just just give me your feedback on 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 what makes you feel vulnerable right um anyway so let's just uh hold on how many i got to go here okay one two three four five six seven eight nine Okay, Thames, if orange was a place, Thames exhibits um, a mastery in emotional expression on this brief EP. She ignores any urge to withhold feelings, displaying unrelenting vulnerability on tracks such as Avoid Things and Crazy Tings, uh, ruminating on the themes of toxicity and failed relationships her voice drills to the souls of her audience skating over vibrant horns and succulent melodies with ease if orange was a place carries her momentum from a star performance on drake's certified lover boy forward without missing a beat and in case you didn't know um she has a single out right now called um free mind so y'all can actually check out the the track on every music um streaming platform that you can think of whether it's um spotify there's um there's um youtube music as a matter of fact as a matter of fact um that's one of the spots that i was actually listening to um i was actually listening to dreamscape on um youtube music actually and i'm going to actually be the person to review that shit in my other show meticulous vibe juice podcast for future episodes so i got i got her on that one too so you know what i mean so all right so let's keep going here um yeah but Dawn, the list of artists have who who have solo interludes on a drake project includes kendall lamar samper skepta and now yabba after many called yabba's heartbreak a standout moment on drake's certified lover boy the singer took advantage of the moment by releasing a stellar new project dawn is filled with angelic vocal harmonies and heartfelt lyrics that prove she is here to stay tink hit in a moment where Chicago artist Tink's previous releases focused on the darker, more painful side of her. Her latest release, Heat of the Moment, is a clear departure in both sound and theme, produced by fully by fellow Chicago native hitmaker. Um, Tink embarks on a wildly entertaining ride that pushes her past her own personal limits. 
previously set by doubt and external turmoil in the album's construction it's important that tink and her forays into new sound directions are um the cult no the central focuses um only three of the 14 tracks have featured artists ensuring that she is the tar on heat of the moment unsurprisingly some of the best moments uh occur when she's alone the album's titular open opener is a smooth um relaxing three minute ride that allows tink's voice to showcase its full range the album's closer on my own displays the most endearing songwriting sections as she lays out her unwavering loyalty with stark simplicity moments like this exist up and down this the album giving tink a full body of work to be extremely proud of six tape two blast and bino uh redo um pop out the opening track from blast and bino redo's um collaborative album six take two sets the tone for the rest of the project a smooth and harmonic collection of the modern los angeles r&b bino who came up with the late nips the late nipsey hustle re-entered the game last year with a new sense of energy while blast one of the 10 hip-hop dx um rising stars dominated 2020 with no love caught no excuse me no love lost on their second iteration of the sixth tape series the two la artists showcased their unbreakable chemistry and aptitude for creating deep vibes which range from clubs ready soul jams um one of them ones to intimidate intimate intimate um love ballads she's perfect um armed with production from the likes of the the real jfk beats <laughs> j j Mil, million and blast himself and the two leaders of the next generation of west coast rb have all drawn have have drawn all eyes to what to see what comes next okay okay ebony um says good dick and we don't know why <laughs> <laughs> oh man wait a minute wait a minute here wait a minute man wait a minute Okay, Toronto uh, Saunders, um, Ebony makes music for women with options. A, music, a mixture of Caribbean stylized um, production laced with R&B influence is tailor-made for the pre-game and after-club rendezvous with versatility to match any specific mood of, des of a desirable woman looking for casual fun after um, releasing a failed relationship her artistry uh, radiates on her latest project good dick and weed <laughs> where the 21 year old weaves personal stories of leaving old flames on read and meeting up for um sneaky links with sexy admirers into a wide scope of 
wide scope view of being youthful, single, um, and liberated. The confidence she displays on tracks such as the Eagle, a liber, a liberating, a, a liberating, be a man, and the crushing realization of fair romance on try, I try, exhibit the depth of her intuition and discernment, making for relatable and thoughtful songwriting. But her greatest strength is, uh, is being able to combine um, these insights into music that's perfect for late night cruising or dwelling high in solitude before a hinge match um, comes through for the night. It's rare atmospheric um, music can find a way to fit several pockets of emotion. The ebony takes on the challenge without an ankling of insecurity. And of course, I did listen to Doja Cat's project, latest project that came out already called Planet Her. Um, Doja Cat's career may have begun through the mean hit move. <laughs> oh shit. And it's accompanying um, music video in which she performs in a cow costume. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit. Oh, in a cow costume. Oh man. While wow, repeating, bitch, I'm a cow. But the Los Angeles singer and rapper used the momentum to launch herself into the conversation of premier RB stars. Planet Her, the latest offering from Doja, showcases substantial new maturity from the 25 year old artist, um, flexing her versatility and ability to shift on a dime between booming, crooning, and twitchy raps. Um, Planet Her is a shift away from Doja's um, 2019 project, Hot Pink. Doja is leaving all bare on Planet Her, leaning into the vulnerability, which in turn allows for more ambitious themes of love and and identity. No longer is Doja chasing trends she's setting them um and her back of, of my mind on back of my mind the latest offering from rb sensation her the singer explores love lost growing apart and self-care the san francisco raised singer born gabriella um sarmiento wilson underwent a rebrand in the mid-2010s, dropping her original name and opting to be identified as her. An acronym standing for having everything revealed. Since her 2018 Epinus um, debut, The Best Part Singer has collected 13 Grammy nominations and four wins, including Best R&B Album and Song of the Year for I Can't Breathe. Uh, back of my mind, which peaked at number six on the Billboard 200, picks up where her previous projects left up, reflecting on trials and tribulations of love over gorgeous live instrumentations. Uh, Raheem Devon and Apollo Brown lovesick. Fans of both Raheem Devon and Detroit producer um, Apollo Brown were ecstatic about the announcement of their collaborative LP, Lovesick, and rightfully so, it's one of those projects that sounds as good on paper as it does in practice. Devon's um, brand of R&B 
Uh, of course, a nod to the so eclectic sounds of yesteryear sparkles over the vinyl clicks and pops of Apollo's instrumentation, um, which takes a pivot here into the RB realm of to great effect. Guests are kept to a tasteful minimum. Things start to excuse me, things start with a bang, reuniting Devon with longtime collaborator Sky Zoo. Um, on if you are the one. Becky Kane, West Side um, Boogie, and New Orleans um, MC 3D Nati also make appearances worthy of multiple spins. This is upper um, Ikellen, grown and sexy vibes. And of course, um, and of course, um, Georgia Smith, be right back. All Georgia Smith needs to create beautiful R&B music is her voice. No instrumentals are required when you are working with a singer so commanding and confident. Be right back. The latest album from is a sweeping um, stripped down collection of low key tracks. Um, hang on a second here. Okay, tracks. What's up, Notagami? Happy Fourth of July weekend. I hope you enjoyed. Um, hope you enjoyed your performance and stuff. Um, I really, really, um, I really got a chance to listen to her album and stuff. So it really, um, so it, so I gotta um review. You. I gotta have you come on the show one day, man, to actually, to actually, um, you know tell the story behind these songs because I can't really um I can't really um basically read um Spanish so you know what I'm saying so I you know I'll let you know what's going on so <laughs> here we go man <laughs> so shout out to Notagami if you didn't know um my friend Notagami hasn't has an EP that's out right now on every streaming platforms whatsoever um um, I'm gonna look up the name. Let me look up the name actually, because you know what? Yeah, let me look up the name right now. Hold on. Hold on. Let me look up the name of it right now, though. Um, on, um yeah, let me look up. Give me a sec. Um, give me a second. Give me a second. Um, uh, Come on. All right. There we go. Her e the name of her EP. Um, hang on a minute. So the name of her EP, if I'm not mistaken. The name of her EP is called um, Medita Nota. Yeah. If I'm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the name of her EP. So you can go to Spotify, you can go to um YouTube Music or any other music um any other music streaming platform you listen to um music albums and stuff. So you know what I'm saying? So yeah, so there you go right there. There you go right there, man. In case you're wondering who sent you to listen to Notagami's EP, of course. Tell G Money Stack sent you. All right. So, where was I? 
Oh yeah, Georgia Smith. Georgia Smith. All right. Um. Okay. Here we got an album. We'll be right back. Album. The latest album from a sweeping, stripped-down collection of low-key tracks. Okay, cool. Um, Smith hasn't looked back since she was catapulted into the spotlight in 2016, following praise from Drake. The British singer-songwriter hadn't released a full-length project since 2018's Exceptional Love, no, excuse me, Lost and Found. Whatever Smith croons dedicately about the cultivating, the captivating, rather, um, whether it's the mournful addicted or the glitzy bust-down featuring Shay Boo um, Smith, who captures the listener much of the album circles back to the sense of the lonely and the devastating toll of feeling loss. And lastly, Shelly, self-debut project. Um, in more ways than one, Shelly A. Shelly FKA Dram's Epinus album, four years plus in the making, represents a um, what is it, paradoxical pivot within the, the Virginia Beach crooners' diverse discography. It's quite obvious Shelly has um, evolved from his 2016 broccoli <laughs> era. Um, career art judging by his stage name, rebranding the jog, um, dropping weight loss. The added weight of the project existing as a memorial for his recently deceased mother also added a deeply personal and serious dimension to Shelley. And, uh, and, um, and though the elements of high vibra vibrational funk and RB fusion that were present on Big Baby Dram throughout the new 10 track um, effort, the music was discernibly angled toward from the swooning rhythms of exposure and swinging pace of cooking with grease. <laughs> the album excludes ballad vibes from. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh man, to top to bottom, and Mark Shelley's transition from a French experimental artist to a genre-defined sonic architect. All right, um, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see what we got left to talk about here. Um, okay, okay, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Let's see. Yeah, I think that's going to do it for topics. I think that's going to do it for topics and stuff. So um, let me see if uh, I may have covered everything. Um, I do want to cover two things. The The first the, the first thing has to do with the, uh, the update of lifeguards, and the other one has to do with um, – the other one has to do with where you can see the fireworks and shit like that. So I'm going to go to the other. Before I go to Stream Choices on the go, I like to go to the the latest segment that I actually released. Um, the latest segment that I actually released is um is called um remains to be seen.
All right. Um, <laughs> all right. So we got some updates to talk about in regards to lifeguards and places to see the fireworks. Okay. All right. So let's go to um, the lifeguard story here, man. And as I previously talked about in episode 159, and I wanted to give you an update on that. So, you know, all right. So the reopening of New York City's public school, no, excuse me, public pools, a typically joyous occasion was marred by un- unannounced closures and extended waits on Tuesday, the latest blow in a series of setbacks for the city's summer swimming programs. Despite an ongoing shortage of lifeguards, the, the Parks Department assured city residents this week that they would open all 51 of all cities' um, pools to the public. But hopeful swimmers from Harlem to Bushwick said they arrived at the gates of their local public pools to find them locked. At the intersection of 135th Street and 5th Avenue in Manhattan, young residents awaited the opening of the Abe Lincoln Mini Pool, despite an official explanation that the pool lifeguards never showed up. End quote. I noticed all the little kids were standing outside with their towels, said Somar Austin. Um, <laughs> yeah, Austin. Uh a Harlem resident who walked by two hours after it was supposed to open. They said, we're, we're waiting around to see if a lifeguard shows up. Um, at a Williamsburg McCarran Park, more than um, half of the pool was closed off, um, leading to lengthy lines and confusion. A lifeguard with who wasn't authorized to speak on the record said the city had de- deployed half-assed have as many lifeguards to the pool as normal. Um, <clears throat> outside the gates, Samantha Nieves um, said she had been waiting more than two hours with her six-year-old son. This was the pair's second um, swimming attempt of the day, she said, after they arrived at the Bushwick pool to find it was closed. Summer is going to be brutal, Nieves said. None of the challenge, none of the changes were immediately reflected on the on the city's website, which states that all pools are open for the general swim. A spokesperson for the parks department, Crystal Howard, said the agency would adjust our pool operations daily based on lifeguard head counts and and only open them where we have adequate um, lifeguard coverage to keep swimmers safe. The, but the parks department has also warned repeatedly about the shortage of lifeguards this year, which they said could prompt closures or shorten hours in the coming weeks. As of two weeks ago, the city had hired fewer than 500 lifeguards, officials said, roughly half as many as previous years. Wow. Wow, son. Wow. Efforts to properly staff city beaches and public pools has meant sacrificing a range of other um, popular programs. Earlier this month, the city announced the cancellation of free swim lessons and dedicated adult lap swim at its outdoor public pools. 
Beginning this week, the Parks Department has also slashed swimming hours at its recreation centers, city-run facilities, excuse me, that offers a range of fitness activities in exchange for a low-cost membership, according to multiple people a Gothamist spoke to Tuesday. At the Chelsea Recreation Center, assigned green visitors informing them that pools were closed until further notice. In Southeast Queens, the Roy Wilkins Center ended its morning lab session, um, according to an employee at the site. In Williamsburg, swimmers arrived on Monday night to find the pool's previous 8 p.m. closure had been moved up to 4 p.m. Ain't that some shit? Um, honestly, kind of pissed, said um, Ian Donnelly, an East Williamsburg resident. It's the summer. The public pools aren't doing their lap swims, and to have the rec center cut their hours significantly just puts a lot of people out. It, it feels like the city gave up on it. In recent days, Merrick Eric Adams has framed the lifeguard shortage as a national problem outside of New York City's control, but he has also resisted um, calls to increase wages to uh, or pay bonuses to returning lifeguards, something several other municipalities have done in order to attract new hires. <clears throat> um, okay. Um, wait. Even as this New York, New York State increases starting pay for lifeguards up to $20 an hour, the first year pay for city lifeguards remains unchanged at $16 an hour or $1 an hour more than minimum wage. Several lifeguards told Gothamist that the low pay rate has contributed to the ongoing shortage a decade ago. Um, city lifeguards started at $13.71 an hour, more than $6 above the minimum wage at the time. They are pinching pennies on every type of worker right now in the salary and headcount, and we are all just hurting from it said one city employee who asked to remain anonymous because they weren't authorized to speak to the press this is the version of it where you can see, where you see the service impact immediately tuesday afternoon rosemary martinez accompanied by her three kids and two grandchildren was waiting to enter the pool at mccarran park they arrived at 1 p.m she said and hadn't made it inside before the one-hour break to clean the pool at 3 p.m., but she wasn't giving up on the first swim of the season. Where do you go with your with your children when your children have asthma, or they're not, or they're hot, or they suffer from heat rashes? Where do they cool them off if everything's at capacity? She said, "It's a lot to stand here." and then suffer the consequences of the city not paying the lifeguards. Um, okay. Um, all right, so some spots for you to 
um watch the fireworks man so i want to update you on that one right there um i didn't have time to look for musical performances and stuff like that so um this is like the least i could do um all right so um okay it's america's big day and we're here for it head to one of gotham's best beaches grab your sunscreen and your sunnies and prepare for some fun in the sun after going on red white and blue treats and drinks head out for the night to watch the macy's fourth of july fireworks or sell around new york city and the events starting with um starting with Starting with number one, the Macy's 4th of July fireworks. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we're pleased to announce that the Macy's 4th of July fireworks are back on Monday, July 4th, which is tomorrow at 9.25 p.m. Over 65,000 shells are launched off five different barges on the East River. The extravaganza lasts um, 25 minutes and features, according to Macy's itself, dozens of colors and shapes creating dramatic effects a mile across the river from and from 1,000 feet in the air to the water's edge. This year, look out for whistling jellyfish, <laughs> little snakes, <laughs> a blinking, blinking smile, smiling face, swimming, um, swimming, Christian, Christian Demus, Christian Demons and more shapes okay let's get into the details on on this stuff right here let's get into the details and stuff man so yes uh so yes um so in case you're wondering where the macy's in case you're wondering um um where it's going to take place who's going to be performing so let's start with who will be performing at the macy's fourth of july fireworks expect to hear star spangled banner from the united states army field band and soldiers chorus the young people's chorus of new york city and C community baptist church of englewood choirs will sing during the fireworks show reach out and touch somebody's hand will be performed by the young people's chorus of new york city to hear it tune into 1010 wins as the fireworks begin celebrity performances for live tv coverages on peacock including brett eldridge carly pierce pitbull and the cast of freestyle love supreme and moulin rouge it begins at 8 p.m now where are the macy macy's fourth of july fireworks They'll be launching the East River centered around Midtown Manhattan. What are the best places to watch the fireworks? Uh, Macy's 4th of July fireworks, of course. Um, of course, you have the FDL Drive in Manhattan at East 42nd Street, East 34th Street, and East 23rd Street. Transmitted Park, Bushwick Inlet Park, and Marshall P. Johnson State Park in Brooklyn. Gantry Plaza State Park in Long Island City, Queens, New York. Avoid areas such as Brooklyn Bridge Park, Brooklyn Heights, Promenade, um, Brooklyn Grand Ferry Park, Domino Park, Queens Hunters um, Point, South Park, and Roosevelt Island. Um, all right. All right, so there's more. 
Uh, so number two, the Seaport Beach Fest. Of course, you can head out for a weekend. Of course, um, it started already started from July first to Monday, July fourth, which is tomorrow. You still have time to to go there as well. So head out for a weekend of music and celebrations from Fulton Street to Pier Seventeen in the Seaport. Uh, the neighborhood will be hosting festivities from live music performances to pop-up bars and food trucks and a larger-than-life sand beach. The 120-square-foot beach between piers 16 and 17 will offer lounge chairs, umbrellas, and sand toys, as well as rotating food trucks from some of New York's hottest establishments and pop-up bars and festive lib- libations. Of course, bars are open on Saturday and Sunday. There will be, there will also be a beachside main stage with performances, um, all weekend long from local up and coming talent, New York City's best buskers, and a series of tribute bands singing summer beach tunes, including Walshy Fire of Major Laser. Of course, obviously. <clears throat> Obviously, it restarted today, um, July 3rd at 7 p.m. It restarted. Um, sorry about that. And Eli Escobar restarted. Eli Escobar restarted his on Friday, as well as Jimmy Kenny and the Pro- Pirate Beach Sam Sarah Otanada and last summer in. NYC basketball. <laughs> what the hell is basketball, man? <laughs> oh shit! On Fulton Street, you'll be able to enjoy the neighborhood's newest concept um, bar, um, Maki Tiki, where the where there will be live music throughout the weekend, bar snacks, and tropical style um, cocktails. The Seaport will also debut a sculpture from. Uh, world-renowned sand sculptor John Gowdy, a retired New Jersey firefighter who who was sculpting, uh, who been sculpting from sand for more than thirty years. Visitors can watch Gowdy create the sculpture live on Fulton and South Streets starting Wednesday, June 29th. Already started already. The sculpture will be up through July 4th. Manhattan by sale. Um, Seaport's newest edition will be offering a family-friendly uh, 45-minute sale along the East River on Saturday. We're already started already, so uh, yeah, yeah, already started already. So July second, already started already. So tickets are five dollars per person, and all ages are welcome. All events, all public events will be free to attend. <clears throat> um. Yeah, and you can go to their website, the seaport.nyc, and yes, the price is free. All right, um, number three in the, the hot dog eating contest, obviously, it's been going down. Um, hold on to your guts. Nathan's hot dog eating contest 2022 is upon us during the competition, which is now more than 100 years old. Frankfurter eating legends raced the clock and chowed down on many as many Nathan's famous hot dogs and buns they can swallow in 10 minutes it's certainly one of the most beloved traditions and best nyc um 
New York City to be exact, um, events in July. So here's everything you need to know about everything about watching and entering the competition you won't um, miss. So I got you with the info right here. So here we go. Um, and we're single bite. Yes, yes, yes. Um, of course, the Ian contest. Uh, course you obviously you might question the amount of athleticism needed to swallow a bunch of wieners but nathan's um hot dog eating contest is one of the most unique sporting competitions in the world you can even watch the race live on espn folks will gather to watch the top female and male eaters try to swallow as many franks as possible within 10 minutes hang on a second Oh, shit. Okay, let me just run down the list of stuff, man. You know what I'm saying? Let me just run down some, Let me just run down, the, run down everything. All right, so let me just run down the list of stuff. Um, I'm not going to have time. I'm not going to be able to. You can look this up for yourself at timeout.com, all right? Um, I'm sorry I'm not going to be able to get to all of the info for you folks out there, but you can look this up at timeout.com slash New York slash things to do best for 4th of July events. So there you go right there. So I'm going to just run down the whole thing. So number four, the day party at the Coney Island Art Walls. Of course, it's located at 3050 Stillwell Avenue. Um, number five, restaurant specials, the Dutch 131 Sullivan Street. And of course, uh, Laura Lee. Beer Gardens, Margarita Beach Club, 7 Riverton Street. And uh and um number six Coney Island, Fourth of July fireworks. Of course, you could you could um you can actually go by um of course obviously there's um the Alliance head down to Coney Island Beach on Fridays between now and August 25th to catch a spectacular fireworks display. The Alliance for Coney Island presents its Friday night fireworks each week to light up the sky. The best seat in the house is on a ride at Luna Park on or the Dino's Wonder Wheel. The, the free show begins at 9.45 p.m. Number seven, the Edge 4th of July celebration. Obviously, you can, um, and this is going to be taking place in, um, yeah, let me just run down the names anyway, man. You can look up the information for yourself. Number eight, Fourth of July weekend at Battingham. Number nine is Manhattan Sky High Fourth of July. Um, number ten is Rooftop at Exchange Place. All right. Now I want to cover. I want to get to um the, the the mustard ice cream shit before I wrap up here. I didn't get a chance to get to that, so I'm gonna get to that right now, man. Um, this is, this is quite interesting, man. So, <laughs> yeah, so listen, um, okay, uh, where, anyway, um, where is this shit, man? Okay, so, all right, so I didn't want to forget this, so this is, this is crazy idea of mustard meat. 
being mixed with ice cream, which I don't understand why. So this article is going to actually <laughs> be the icing on the cake on how to end the damn show right here. Van Leeuwen ice cream, while a personal favorite of mine, has released some questionable flavors in the last few years. And while I'll reserve my judgments on the Kraft macaroni and cheese ice cream... <laughs> or that piece of flavor, I've got related news. The NYC and LA-based shops are dropping a new and inevitably controversial collaboration at Walmart stores nationwide this time. <laughs> this time, the flavor is Grey Poupon. <laughs> if you're familiar, unfamiliar, let me bring you up to speed. Grey Poupon is a Dijon mustard brand, which means Van Lu Lee Yuen, Lee Yuen has crafted an ice cream flavor model after the popular condiment and naturally it's brimming with salted pretzels. Grape upon uh, elevates any meal to something worth savoring. So why not ice cream, especially French ice cream? Van Lee Yuen said in a statement, uh, the result is an Unexpected yet delightful blend of sweet ice cream, honey Dijon swirl, <laughs> and salted pretzels. Oh my gosh. That's so fucking weird, man. That is so weird. I'm sorry, but that's so fucking weird to me. Um, so the flavor is joining Walmart stores along with four other pints, campfire s'mores, summer peach crisps. Honey cornbread with strawberry jam and espresso fiardi latte chip. Walmart is a great partner, and we are thrilled they have welcomed us back to launch five summer themed flavors nationwide. Co founder and CEO of Van Lee Luen Ice Cream, Ben, ben Van Luen, Lu, Lee Luen, um, said in the statement, in quote, the Van Lee Luen, um, team couldn't be more excited to give walmart shoppers the opportunity to try out <laughs> to try out what are and what are the sure sure to be the next internet breaking ice cream flavors of the summer including our latest collaboration of great coupon okay i i previously talked about this vanilla this um this um macaroni and cheese ice cream and an ice cream cone in episode 51 but this, this is what this reminds me of, man. <laughs> like, this is the most ridiculous shit that I ever heard about life, man. I'm sorry. Why in the hell would you mix um mustard with ice cream? That's the part I'm not understanding right here, man. <laughs> this is the craziest, funniest laughable invention that I ever heard in my life, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Um yeah, so <laughs> and this is why this is why I named this this is why I named this episode right here <laughs> the the colorful weirdest mustard ice cream. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay 
I'm wrapping this show up, man. That's the way to end the damn show for the 4th of July weekend right here, man. And I hope you enjoyed episode 162, of course. Um, I had to save this topic for, for last for some laughs, though, man, because, you know, we all need laughter in the whole world. You know what I'm saying? I mean, with all this cancel culture shit going on, you don't need that shit, man, in your life, man. Believe that. You don't need that shit, man. And and of course, by the way, um, you like what you by the way, let's go to our last segment right here. Uh if I could get to it. If I could get to it right here. Um, it is called Stream Choices on the Go. Let's fucking do this, man. Um, you like what you heard in today's episode or whatever, and you like to show support, make sure you f- show some love by following um, Off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast on Facebook and Instagram, alongside with my other shows, which is Excellent Fun Viping Podcast. I just did episode 30 already. You can check that out. And, um, and I just did... Um, the last episode was 69. You can check that out as well on Meticulous Vodges Podcast. Um, you can also follow that as well. And, of course, you can also follow me on the Grand, which is G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York. Uh, make sure you turn on your notifications and make sure you actually um, um, stay tuned for updates and, and, of course, episode droppings and stuff like that. And Mondays and Wednesdays and Fridays, you're going to get the episodes on every streaming platforms on the go right here. So there you go right there. You can leave a voice message on questions and thoughts of the topics. Um, and and like I said before, I left a question for you folks out there that's following the podcast page on Instagram. Um, it's about um, the things that make you vulnerable and what are your coping mechanisms to conquer, to conquer these things. You know what I'm saying? So... I want to hear from you, so make sure you comment, make sure you drop your thoughts, full sentences, all that good stuff right there, man. And listen, man, you can you can um you can also listen to you can listen to the episodes right here of the New York podcast of Anchor, Audacity, Audible, Audio Burst, Amazon Music, Breaker, Castbox FM, Deezer, Listen Notes, Moon FM Podcast, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Pod, Pod Bay, Pod Friend. Pod Polo, Podorama, Podcast Index, Podcast Attic, Podchaser, Podverse, Reason FM, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and you 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 can also do your part by showing your love by um by um giving the podcast five stars on Podchaser, Podfriend, and of course um Spotify. And you can also listen to Off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast on Radio Public, alongside with iHeartRadio, the number one app for music, radio, and podcast. Make sure you follow my other shows. That's also on iHeartRadio, which is excellent, fun, vibrant podcast, sports edition show, and of course, meticulous vibe juice podcast review show. That's also on there as well. And lastly, but not least, the YouTube. What are you waiting for? Grab that. Make sure you grab that subscribe button. Tap that no 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 bell so you can be reminded when the show goes in the air via live stream in terms of times of when the live stream is going to start. 
And of course, um, leave a like in the comments along with the episodes and topics that's being discussed. Um, more video content, upcoming episodes. Share the episodes, share the videos, tell a friend to another friend, spread the word, and download these episodes. It's very important. Download these episodes, man. You know what I'm saying? And, um, and of course, um, you know, don't forget to share the podcast along with your along with your wives, your husbands, your boyfriends, your girlfriends, your friends, and the people that you're cool with, um, including the streaming platforms with the link that says Linktree slash um, G Money Stacks five fifty five, which is which is also the name of this YouTube channel right here, G Money Stacks five fifty five, where you can see all the New York episodes on there as well. So. There you go right there, man. And remember, the grind does not stop, man. Hard work pays off, and you can make sure you trust the process and what you love to do as far as podcasting. And, you know, you know, be confident in, in, in yourself and in your voice behind the microphone. And as you record episodes of your podcast, whether you're doing music and all the other great stuff, what's up? So there you go right there. And um, and don't let anybody stop you from accomplishing goals and dreams of what makes you happy mentally, physically, and spiritually. Okay, and um, and that's gonna do it for me. G Money Stacks is clocking out. I'm off this shit. Make sure you make sure you folks out there, um, be careful out there, especially if you're going to these various locations that I just mentioned I had to rush because it's almost midnight so um and you could go to timeout um let me get the let me get the website one more time so you don't for, so you folks don't forget and I suggest you look for the directions look at the directions in the um in the on Google and stuff like that the GPS use your GPS and stuff you know what I'm saying and um, I am going to actually um, get you the website where you can li- where you can find the locations that I just mentioned just now. So, so the website that I just read the various locations to where you could find um, some good views of where you can find the fireworks and stuff like that is www.timeout.com/slash/new/york/slash/things-to-do/slash/best-fourth-of-July-events. All right. That's www.timeout.com slash New York slash things to do slash um, best 4th of July events. All right. Write it down on a piece of paper or you can text it to yourself on your phone whatsoever. Right. So. I'm out of here. I'm off this shit. I'll see y'all next time. Enjoy the rest of your 4th of July weekend. And I'm going to be playing the, the the fireworks sound effect one more time, man. So you guys get an idea on on why I'm playing the fireworks thing, man. So hope you enjoy.
All right. Um, I'm going to go out with a bang like this, man. Okay. Um, all right. I'm out of here, man. Peace and one love. Have yourselves an enjoyable 4th of July weekend, including tomorrow. Happy 4th of July to everybody, including the USA, including um, California and all the other states, including the five boroughs of New York, Jersey, Connecticut, the tri-state area, Long Island, AK Strong Island, and all the other, all the other states internationally and of course and of course um i didn't forget you canada so don't you worry about that man so i hope everybody enjoys their fourth of july and be safe out there man you know what i'm saying um and i hope you guys have fun out there i'll see you in the next episode peace and one love enjoy the rest of the fourth of july festivities events and parties and dinners and stuff like that so so peace and one love and have yourselves a good night. Enjoy your 4th of July weekend and have a blast. Good night, folks. Listen, folks, if you like what you heard, I need your help on a couple things. If you like to support Off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast, you can show some love by following the show on Facebook and Instagram with the same name at Off the Meat Rack Chains NY Podcast, O-F-F-T-H-E-M-E-A-T-R-A-C-K-C-H-A-I-N-Z. N-Y-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Alongside with my primary Instagram handle, GMoneyStacks555 in Queens, New York. And go to the YouTube channel, GMoneyStacks555. Be sure to click the subscribe button. Grab the notification bell so you can be reminded on when the show goes in the air live via live stream. More video content, upcoming episodes, Previous episodes that will automatically be posted after the recordings. Like, comment on the episodes with the topics, share the videos, download your favorite episodes, rate, spread the word to a friend, to other individuals. 
please be sure to share the podcast with audio streaming choices to your friends. The audio streaming services includes Anchor, Audio Burst, Breaker, Deezer, Listen Notes, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Podbay, Podfriend, Podcast Attic, Podorama, Podchaser, Reason FM, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. I'm G Money Stacks, and thank you, listeners and watchers, for tuning into the podcast. One love.